0: not pay! It was easy, Julie. Easy as swiping an apple from a fruit stand. Now I'm in with the big shots.
1: And they, they pay you enough so you can buy me a ring like this?
0: What they pay me don't count. What I pick up on the side, <laughs> that is something else again.
1: Pick up? But that's muslin' in They'll kill you. Uh,
0: What they don't know won't hurt me.
1: They'll find out. They always know. Men like that.
0: They will make more money than ever before. When that happens, they never ask questions. Men like that.
1: I know about the brothers. They, They like to hear people scream.
0: I know about them, too. They'll never hear me scream. Now stop worrying, darling. If there's any screaming to do, let the brothers do it. When the time comes, I will see to that.
2: In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear The Recruit, starring Charles Corbett. not pay, starring Charles Corbin as Rex Barrett in The Recruit. The vast majority of our American cities began as villages. As they grew and spread, each succeeding generation of builders left its mark. In styles of architecture, in the direction of the expanding built-up areas. Behind each mark, deterioration set in. The old houses began to sag. Dirt accumulated. The people who lived in the old houses remained there, mostly because they could not afford to go anywhere else. Thus the slums came to American cities, and with them, the people of the slums. Occasionally, the younger generation managed to get away. Mostly they stayed. And the stronger among them began to exploit the weak. This was the pattern into which Rex Barrett was born. This was the pattern within which Marty and Richie Amboy, the brothers, operated and grew wealthy. Typical of their operations was the visit Richie and his henchman Hatchet paid to Pop Sanders' candy store. We're here, Pop.
3: Yeah, we're here. hey <laughs> day, Pop. I told your brother I got nothing to pay. You got a cash register. Pay. I pay you, I gotta raise the sodas, the cones I lose customers Cut it, Pop Every other store around here pays They had to raise their prices So you get their customers Now you pay I don't do it All right, Hatchet The counter With pleasure No, you don't do it Shut up Already fixing that counter is gonna cost more than we charge in a month For protection against accidents Now pay I don't do it I'll call the policemen. You hear? I'll call the cops. All right, Uh, Hatchet. Let me hear him scream. With pleasure. No, no, no. Give me a... Good work, Hatchet. Good work. Now you got a busted arm, Pop. And a doctor, Bill, to get it fixed. Next time, the other arm and maybe a leg or two. We'll be back. You will pay. Let's go, Hatchet. Back to the office,
2: Ed.
0: Check. Mind if I come along, Mr. Amboy? We
3: got uh, company in the back seat, Hatchett. You You want I should stop, boss? No. If he talks fast enough, my heater won't go off. He's covered. Keep driving. You hear a backfire, just drive out to the dumping ground instead of the office. All right, now start spilling you. I'm Rex Barrett. So what? Never heard of you. I want to work for you and your brother.
0: Just like that. You want to work for me and Marty. Why? I want to make dough. There's nothing in a legit job not enough for me. All right, keep talking. I know about you and your brother. I see you going to the candy store, leave the car. When you busted the old geezer's flipper, I hopped in the back seat. Look, Mr. Amboy, I want to learn the business. You and your brother are the best guys to learn from I know of. I'm strong and I keep my mouth shut. Let me work for you, will you?
3: <laughs> you hear him, Hatchet? He thinks me and Marty is good teachers. Well, well, what do you know? (laughs) A wise guy. Or a smart guy. Okay, Barrett. I'll take you to Marty. And if he okays you, you're in.
0: Uh, yeah, I kind of like the way it sparkles in the light myself.
1: Oh, me with a diamond ring. Oh, thanks, Rex. Thanks.
0: There's going to be more from where that, that came from, baby. If you're nice to
4: me. If
1: I'm nice to you.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, Rex. Rex. How's that? Well,
0: for a sample? Not bad.
1: For his sample? This isn't bad, either. How'd you get it, darling? How? Where?
0: I'm working for the Amboys.
1: The Amboys? Well, how, Rex? How'd you get with them?
0: It was easy, Julie. Easy as swiping an apple from a fruit stand. Now I'm in with the big shots.
1: And they pay you enough so you can buy me a ring like this?
0: What they pay me don't count. What I pick up on the side. Huh? That is something else again.
1: Pick up. That's muscling in, Rex. They'll kill you. Ah,
0: what they don't know won't hurt They'll
1: find out. They always know. Men like that.
0: They'll make more money than ever before. When that happens, they never ask questions. Men like that.
1: I know about the brothers. They... They like to hear people scream.
0: I know about them, too. They'll never hear me scream. Now, stop worrying, darling. If there's any screaming to do, let the brothers do it. When the time comes... I will see to that. Uh,
3: Come on in, Barrett. Uh, Marty and I want to see you a minute.
0: Something wrong, boss? Marty's got something to say to you. How do you do it, Barrett? How do I do what, Mr. Amboy? You've doubled the take. In a district we've always had trouble with. Anything wrong with that? Not yet. But there could be. Uh, what Marty means, Barrett, is that you push people too far. I yell copper. Not in my territory. You took me on. I want to make good. I have. Haven't I? Too good, maybe. Ease off. Now get out. But uh, I don't see... You how... heard my brother, huh? Beat it. out. Huh? And
3: ease off understand? Sure.
0: Sure. How'd you make out, Rex? Okay, for now. Who's this? Well, this is Lug Baylor. So what? It's like this, Barrett. I've worked with Hatchet here a long time. He tells me you're doing good, so I figure maybe you need another man. How do I know you're the man? If I need one, tell him, Hatchet.
3: Well, Lug's the best man with a nice pick in the business.
0: I see. Why are you bringing it to me and not in there?
3: I've been in the business a long time, Rex. I know who's coming up
0: and who's going down. That's how I stay alive. <laughs> I <laughs> take that as the estimate of an expert. <laughs> okay, Lug. You're on. As for you, Hatchet, don't ever count on me going down. Now let's get out of this crummy joint. Okay, Bookie, pay. Hey. I, I, I paid off once this week. I, I don't get enough to stand it twice. And I got hit by
4: a 10 to 1 shot today. I...
0: Same story as last week. All right, Patrick. No, no, not the rope. Twist it,
4: Patrick. <laughs> Twist <laughs> it. Uh, how is this?
0: Let him go. <laughs> now pay off to me. If you breathe through the amboys, you'll get it all the way, understand? <laughs>
3: expected more interest this week than I got, Rex. Honest, I get it. Listen,
0: you got your interest. You yeah, gave the but... Ramboys that cut. I know. Now you pay me.
3: They'd kill me and they'll get you. You can't cut in on them.
0: You're crazy, Rex. Maybe. I don't think so. I'll make up my own mind. About you, the... my mind is made up. Lug, go ahead. No, no. I want to live. I want to live. No trouble at all when you know where to give them the pick. Rex, the bookie squealed What? All right, take care of it Hey, ain't you coming along? I'm waiting for Julie She was due here ten minutes ago, something's wrong Oh, dames, it's late Not Julie, she knows I don't like it I'm waiting, you and I take care of the bookie I'm waiting for Julie
1: Let me go I'm late now. Rex will figure this and come after me. Let me go and I'll never... Never tell him he snatched me. Let me go. I never did anything. I never took anything from you. Let me go.
0: She's got a pretty face, huh, Richie? Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't kill me. Don't kill me. It's not me. I didn't do anything... Untie me. Let me go. Ah, huh? Shut Please. up.
0: I'm sick of you. You heard my brother? Shut up. <laughs> you're going back to your Rex. Mm. Won't that be nice, huh? And when you see him, you tell him we said he ain't too long for this world. Unless he gets out of town in two hours.
1: Then you let me go, huh?
0: Of
3: course we are letting you go. How could we send a message to Rex?
0: In fact, uh... We're taking you back to him in our big black car with the bulletproof windows. And when you see him, if you can see, you talk to him when you're able to talk again. <coughs> she screams good, don't she, Richie? Tell him we know he chiseled on the tank. That hatchet and the lot <coughs> are working for him. That he killed Penny Fisher.
3: <coughs> that he tried to <coughs> murder
4: and uh, He's uh, done in this town. Done uh, once and for uh, all. Finished. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, I got a photo for you, Barrett. Slightly damaged, I'm sorry. Uh, when it can talk, you'll get a message. <laughs>
0: You won't die. You'll be like new, like new. What's going on, what boys? That was What's the bitter? trouble? What One of them was in the car. They've gone for like a sack, like this. Pick her up. Here, take her inside. Get a doctor. Somebody we can trust. Rex, we got to get out of town. We stay. Here, we stay. And they go. The Amboys go. They go, Screaming
2: In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with the recruit. continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Charles Corbin as Rex Barrett in The Recruit. They mended Julie. They found a doctor whom they could trust, and Julie was put together again. Her body healed, but Julie inside was different. She thought of vengeance as Rex did now. There's something to be hoped for, planned for, waited for. And she was with Rex and Patchett the night Lug burst in on them in the cheap furnished room,
0: which was their hiding place. Hey, I got something. I heard something. You're coming like that, you take an awful chance. Yeah.
1: yeah. Look at Hatchet. Sash Cord waiting.
3: I'm sorry, but I heard something. You said that already. Pat. The brothers are in the game back of Louis' garage. Lug, who told you? Remember that little hot headed newsie likes Julie? He's
1: only a kid.
3: Yeah, he's older than you, Julie. Only he looks like a kid. He's seen him go in there. So he hightails it over to Domino's Bar where he knows I'm hoisting a couple, and he tells me if we want to get even for Julie, we get
0: a chance tonight.
1: If we want to get even.
0: Okay. Hatchet, get the car. Lug, check the magazines for the chopper. Julie, what are you bring out that coat for?
1: I'm going along.
0: You're staying here. Don't worry, baby. you get their scalps for souvenirs. Tonight. We've been sitting here, Rex. It's only an hour.
3: How much traffic tonight?
0: There never is around here. Why? Headlights in the rearview mirror. Yeah, so what? Some dumb driver lost his way. Keep your eyes peeled. You never know. Hatchet and me will watch the garage.
3: You figure maybe they use the back way up?
0: There isn't any.
3: Them brothers sure must be sitting on top of the world, going in a place with no back door. That car's coming awful fast. What's he slowing down for? Barrett! You were told to get out of town! You're trapped! new newbie! looking!
4: Drive, Hatchet. Look.
0: Yeah? I can't see. Blood. They creased me.
1: What's with Hatchet?
0: Yeah, they cut his throat with slugs. You heard, right? front seat. Drive. Fast. Gotta get out of here. Before
3: before the cops.
4: Oh,
1: there you are, darling. This patch gets smaller every time we change the dressing.
0: It's time now. Time we made a plan. Well, oh, we still got the car. We can get out of town any night. You want to go, go. But not with me, and I keep the car. Ain't you had enough yet? Ah, oh, there are three bills to pay. Julie, Hatchet, and myself.
1: Promise me something, Rex. Ask you, Julie. This time I go along.
0: No. Too dangerous. I got
1: a right to go. They hurt me more than anybody.
0: She's got something there, Rex. I don't...
1: You'll want... need a driver. With Hatchet gone, somebody's got to drive. You and Lug both will have to handle the guns. Makes sense, Rex. You're not going without me this time. If I gotta hide in the trunk of the car, all
0: you're... right. All right, you can go. Huh. Might be right at that. <laughs> the poetic touch, Julie. You will do exactly as I say.
1: I will. I promise.
0: All right. Tonight. Uh... Want me to check the chopper boys? No. What then? Just uh, handguns and a gallon can. What you gonna do, Rex? I will have a use for gasoline. First, we fill the can, then we get the car and drive over to 35 South Park Drive. Hey, that's where the Amboys live. Yes. yes, so it is, it is isn't it, Luffy? Oh, yes, Julie, be sure to bring along some matches, understand? A pack of matches, most necessary. I don't like this, Rex. You don't have to, like it. Just do it. The hall outside their apartment and Julie down there alone in the car. In the service entrance, she's safe. You think I'd take chances on Julie? But supposing they come home with a bunch? Then we wait until the bunch leave and we go in and get them out. Every detail is worked out, from the car you stole and parked in the proper place to the matches in Julie's back. I still don't like it, I tell you. Shut up, they come. Oh, brother, this is it. Right. You will keep your hands exactly at your side. Don't try anything. Well, the boy wonders. Our recruiter was so smart he got his girlfriend on. Shut up. Walk straight ahead. Now or I'll kill you at once. Sounds as if he meant it. Walk. To the back of the hall. It, you won't get away with this. If you think that, why are you walking? With a heater in my back, I walk.
3: As long as you're alive, there's a chance. Stop here. Yeah. Service elevator. Got a car and a service driving?
0: What else? Push the button, Lud. The car will still be here where we left it. <laughs> Modern buildings. Even the back elevators are automatic at three in the morning. Get in, quickly. Get in. Julie's waiting.
1: Talk more when I saw them last.
0: Want to hear them talk, Julie? Say something, Marty. What for? I said so. Not me. Mm-hmm. M- me neither. Look, how would you like to open their mouths with the barrel of your gun? That yeah, might be kind of permanent, boss. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. They might bore us. Well, it can wait.
1: Not much farther, Rex.
0: I know. Yes, sir. Nothing out this way, just just a few uh, subdivisions. I know. Where should I take you, Main Street? Look, Barrett, you could make yourself some dough. With you out of the way, I'll have the whole town to pick from. Well, with with us out of the way, you'll be a prime target, Barrett. Our our boys will find you. Your boys will work for me. (laughs) After you've gone up in a blaze of glory. I don't get it. We'll split the town with you, Barrett. Until you put a slug in my back. I have you now. I don't let you go. You hear that? You're done. Through. Then why all the rigmarole? Shoot and get it over with. Shoot? (laughs) Do you think you get off as easy as that? Do you think after Julie, I'll let you off as easy as that? Drive faster, Julie, before I lose my patience and start on them now. (laughs) Open the door. Go to the other car. Open that door. Check. Now, Julie, you know where we left the can? Yeah, Rex. Get it. Stand close to the other car with it. All right, Rex. I don't get this. Yes, uh, another smart idea. Better. A hot idea. Now, get out. Lug, they are coming. They try to run. Shoot them in the knees. You bet, boys. Get out, I said. Okay, we're getting out. All right. The other car. Get in. One in front, one in back. I won't do it. I'm not going to do it, I tell you. Now, you're alive. There's a chance, you said. You are wrong. Get in. You can have the town, Barrett. We'll get out. Into that car. Look, shut the door. Jam the lock, like we did on the other doors. Right. That won't open inside a router.
3: He's half nuts, body. Jams the locks and leaves the
0: front window open. You will see how crazy. Once. Once I promised Julie she would hear you scream. Julie, the can. Pour the gasoline.
1: I can't. I can't.
0: Give it to me. So front seat. So something that faces. Hug. Back to our car. Cover them from there. On my way. Now, Julie, your matches. That's a wrap. Wait a minute. Julie, listen. Now they bag, and we do not listen. Julie, you matches. We'll give
3: you some money. I have them, Rex. I have everything.
0: Go on, light one. We'll
3: give you Any money dough you Now throw throw it,
0: quickly. Throw it and run to our car.
3: Hurry it. the
4: car's coming.
0: Throw it, Julie. You will hear them scream.
4: All right, Rex. (laughs) Yeah, now you know.
0: Now you know (laughs) how it feels make others. Now it's your turn. Rick,
4: stop it. Get done. Let's get going.
3: Meat wagon to tell headquarters for once somebody way out here looked out of a window at the right time and called in. There's bodies in that fire, a dead hoodlum on the road, and two ambulance cases, and what's left of that car. You want to bet we get promotions out of this, Davis? You want to (laughs) bet?
2: Corvin, who was starred as Rex Barrett in The Recruit, will be back with you in just a moment.
0: Now here in person is Charles Corbin. Rex Barrett was the perfect recruit for men like Marty and Richie Amboy. Rex came from the concrete and brick jungle where kill or be killed is the basic law, just as it is the law in any kind of jungle. But the fact that they fought each other as beasts fight and eventually destroyed each other is not the major point. The fact remains that once society eliminates the kind of living conditions which spawn such men, society will cease to pay them tribute. Society will gain and not lose useful citizens. Society will be ready to move from concentration on punishment of crime to the final elimination of crime. It becomes quite apparent from this point of view that for everyone concerned, decent citizens as well as criminals. Crime does not pay. Thank you, Mr. Corbin.
2: Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Mark B. Loeb, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Tuckus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental. This is Bob Williams speaking.